Hello, America. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to Blaze Studios. I have very special guests with me today and several different news stories we want to get into. And I'm going to trace for you a line that you've never expected, that you've never seen, that you've never thought of. It's never entered into your brain, a connection that you have never considered before in your life. And I'm telling you, by the end of this program, you are going to be a believer. I have some very special guests here today. We're going to get right into it because we have a lot of things to say to to you, the American listener, the American viewer. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that you watch. I'm so thankful that you have let us come into your homes and be a part of your everyday life. It's so important what's going on in America. The banks are failing. America is crumbling. Socialism is on the rise. Russia is meddling. China is taking over. Do you know that there is only 5% of Chinese land that is arable? They have no more natural resources, no more. It's sad. They cannot grow crops to feed the 1.4 billion people of their population. They're coming for American soil. They're Adventures, their business ventures in Africa have failed. Their ventures in Venezuela have failed, America. China is coming for you. But alas, I want to invite you to my Christmas stories, live Christmas stories. It's always a fun event with the Blaze family and the people from Mercury Studios and Mercury Radio Arts and MercuryOne.org as we get together and tell fantastic stories of Christmas we laugh, we cry, we have an amazing time together, and I want to invite you to join us this this December as we celebrate the reason for the season with storytelling and mostly me, Glenn Beck. I have, sitting here with me today as a special guest, uh, Madam uh, Almost President Hillary Clinton. Hello, Hillary. I, I did win. <laughs> oh, I believe that if do, do you feel like you could get back into this race? Do you feel like you could go like if you had an opportunity to do 2016 over again? Do you think you could have walked away with a victory? Well, Mr. Beck, first of all, I'd like to say it is not an honor to be on your show. Mm. Um, I, I would like to remind you that in that race, I won mm. Mm. the popular vote. Okay. And if I did choose to go back into the race, I, I've, I've got some stuff I have to work through first. But if I choose to go back in the race, there's a I'm, I'm going to win again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2008, you were the you were not the favorite. 2016, you were the favorite. Uh, seeing you in this orange outfit, you are currently my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and. I believe if you had a clear path to victory that you would announce. I, I, here's what I think you're going to do, Hillary. I think that what you're going to do is you are going to you're going to wait till all of these deadbeats, the Cory Bookers, the 
Kamala Harris's, the Robert Francis O'Rourke's, mm. the Gabby Tulsi, Tol- whatever her name is, the folks like that, they're going to be all gone. You're going to wait till you have Biden. We all know he has Alzheimer's. We all know the man has one foot in the grave. You have Bernie Sanders, who, of course, is an avowed socialist, and Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren that we all know uh, is is not the great descendant of Sitting Bull. And you're going to step in when the the Democratic National Party knows that they have no chance of winning with these candidates. You're going to step in. And do you see yourself as a savior? Do you see yourself as, as coming in on a white horse? Well, do you know how it's going to happen? Is I've, I've got more people to suicide. Mm. Uh, to help in this process of elimination, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, those people can be in the race. I don't care. I'm going to win. You're going to win. Yes. So let's 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 map out the path oh. to a Hillary Clinton victory in 2020. So let's let's take a look. 2020 Clinton. That's me. Wins. The W right there. What's it going to take for you to get the W? Well, Biden must die. (laughs) He must die. Now, you honestly understand that when the time comes and Biden steps off the planet, he's no more. You're the one that's going to get the blame. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm already working on that. Are you? Right. Are you? Yes. Are you are you when you say you're working on are you working on uh, enabling the act or the cover up? <laughs> Both. <laughs> now, Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. has already had a heart attack. What did you have anything to do with that? <laughs> you you know I didn't. <laughs> okay. Elizabeth Warren, uh, honk, pokey, honky. That's offensive. Is it? A little bit. Are you, do you see yourself in the Pocahonky camp? I, you, you, I mean, are you friends with Elizabeth Warren? You're friends with Elizabeth it, Warren. It, when it comes to the race, she's irrelevant to she's, me. Okay, she's irrelevant. Did yeah. you, here's the big question, 23 and me. <laughs> Genetics testing. Right. We know that you, the Clinton family has a lot of power. Did you orchestrate the test results so that when she received her genetic DNA testing back, that she was one in 10 24ths Native American? Did you rig the? Did you rig those results? I'm not sure how you would have seen that. I have, uh, or I'm sorry, no, I have not now done see, that. Here's the thing, because let's take it back. And this is going to blow the minds of most Americans. We go back to 2016. We Mm -hmm. go back to 2016. We have what is called a rigged election. A rigged election. Okay? Why, America? Why is it a rigged election? Because the woman sitting right here to the right of me spent $4 million to bail out the DNC. She... Stole the candidacy out from underneath Bernie Sanders, who has now had a heart attack. Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, honeymooned in Russia, 
You knew that he had deep ties. And in order for Bernie to bow out of the race the way that he did and give the candidacy over to you, you knew that you had to collude with Russia. By colluding with Russia, you learned that you could also manipulate the results of numerous other elections, such as the data that is received by 23andMe. America, what we have here is a conspiracy. Oh, gosh. We'll get into the Bidens momentarily. We will get into the Bidens because I'm not done yet. There's more. I want to bring in a subject matter expert who has experienced a lot of living and a very brief instant of dying, Mr. Akbar al-Baghdadi. Mr. Baghdadi. Ding dong. Gurkha, Gurkha. <laughs> I'm coming for you back. My home was recently destroyed and I need a new bunker. <laughs> this just in. This just in. It needs to be dog friendly. <sighs> Losing your hair... It's not a good thing. I want to help you with that. You know, I can remember back when my hair was falling out and and uh, I had hundreds of millions of dollars to take care of that, but you don't. So what you may not know is this cause of your hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. Now let's talk about a possible solution. The FDA has approved two hair treatment products that help control your DHT and prevent hair loss. It's even triggered hair regrowth in a good percentage of guys. Now until now, those products were very expensive, not for me, for you, and required a doctor visit, but not anymore. Keeps, that's who I want to talk to you about, a company named Keeps. Keeps offers the generic versions of these two FDA-approved hair products, so not only are they 90% effective, up to 90% effective, they're totally affordable, and I got you half off to get you started. You know why? Because I'm Glenn Beck. With Keeps, you can save your hair without ever leaving your couch. To answer a few questions, snap a few pictures of your hair, send it in, and a licensed doctor will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly to your door. Are you tired of losing your hair? I just got you a free online doctor consult and 50% off your first order. That's right. I'm giving you 50% off. So go to keeps.com slash loss, keeps.com slash loss, keeps.com slash loss. We'll advertise more in a moment. Now, Mr. Al-Baghdadi, when the dog chased you into the cave prior to your... (laughs) Prior to your detention, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, said that you went out whimpering and crying like the dog that you were as a, as a coward. Is there truth and verity? Is that is, can, can you verify? Have you ever been bitten by a dog? Of course <laughs> I was crying and whimpering. When you went to paradise, were there 72 virgins or was there one virgin that was 72 or was there a virgin that identified with 72 genders? I landed in America. I've not found a virgin yet. <laughs> Welcome to Dallas, Mr. Al Baghdadi. You you uh austere religious scholar of scholar, the Muslim yes. faith. Scholar, yes. <laughs> darka darka. Who booked uh, me for the show? Shama Lama Ding Dong. I did not agree to this. Uh, Hillary, Mm-mm. did you have anything to do? Mm-mm. Anything mm. to do with Benghazi? Mm. Did you have anything to do with running guns to the Syrians? Did you have anything to do 
with the tur the, the 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 Turks invading the Turds, I mean the Kurds, and running guns to the Syrians and. What have you done, Hillary? When you were said, what have you done? Who who booked no. me for this show? <laughs> Do who, not tell everything. I didn't agree Hillary. to this. <laughs> I didn't agree to this. Y'all are, y'all are horrible characters. <laughs> I wish I could go back to the past of Christmases long ago. I wish I could see my loved ones who have passed on long ago. I'd love to be that child again who sat on Santa's knee. Yes, all these memories that I have. Decorating the tree. I wish I could wake Christmas morn and see Daddy baking ham. And see my mama making her yummy, famous candy yams. I wish I could go to Grandma's house. Her cookies, they were the best. The pies and cakes that she would bake. She kept them in a chest. Her house would smell like ginger with a hint of balsam pine. She'd decorate the house with lights. It would surely shine. All these Christmas memories. It seems like yesteryear. I'd love to go back to the past. This is my Christmas prayer. Did you see a news article where... A man who was 48 years old stunned doctors after it was revealed that his persistent sinus infections were the result of marijuana that he'd stuffed up his nose nearly two decades earlier. Hot news, have you ever stuffed marijuana up your nose? <laughs> I, I have not. Yeah. An unnamed patient from Sydney, Australia, he... Uh, he was incarcerated 18 years ago. During a prison visit, his girlfriend passed him a rubber balloon, which he shoved up his right nostril. Yeah. Is that itch, that wig? The head condom gives me a headache. <laughs> like there's a condom underneath. The you know? Steve, are you sweating your balls off over there? Darka, darka. <laughs> Can't wait to get to your house and eat some ham. <laughs> We got a Christmas ham waiting for you, Mr. Abu Abagadi, Abagadi, Abagdaddy. Uh, he must have some big nostrils. Yeah, it was a three-quarter inch rubber capsule containing a, a degenerate plant vegetable matter. So mm -hmm. he just had the whole rubber up his nose and everything. 18 years ago. Okay. That's a long time to... That's crazy, So Candice. now he says that, there's si that he has sinus issues. Yeah, he had a sinus <laughs> infection. They had to retrieve oh. it. They had to go in and get it. Uh, he thought he'd swallowed it. Yes, at least that's what he told the cops. So, anyway. Yeah, don't shove things up your nose, kids. No. It's hard for me to come out of the back. How'd you like the Christmas poem, Candice? You know you loved it. It was something I'll always remember and cherish. <laughs> this day has been a memory. <laughs> For sure. Anybody that it's Halloween. Anybody that is tuned into this episode tonight is going, what the heck is going on? Darka, right. Darka. <laughs> I came with every intention of. I wanted to find a Hillary mask, but I didn't find one. I thought I could pull off Hillary. Do they still sell the Hillary masks? I don't know, but I don't think I look like her very much. 
No, Hillary has <laughs> never looked that good. <laughs> Hillary has quite never. Well, maybe looked... maybe prison's done her well. You well, know, I don't know. She's become somebody's orange is the new black. You are an orange is the new black. The uh, I got to get these glasses back before Glenn fires me. Just it... <laughs> are they prescription? No, they're reading glasses. Okay. It's really tough to pick out a costume that's not going to offend someone. That's what I. So oh man! So okay, you actually look like um, you you kind of look like Nicholas Copernicus over there. You you look like <laughs> I was thinking Father Time. <laughs> you look like a mix between Gregory Rasputin, <laughs> had he lived that long and taken a bath, and uh, Leonardo da Vinci. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you look like a young Glenn Beck. I am a young Glenn Beck. It's missing the money. <laughs> and I look like a hooker Hillary. You do. You like. You look like you could be cinnamon getting ready for the main stage. I know. Yeah. Girl got to eat. It's a good look. Maybe that's what Hillary should consider doing. You can't. Oh, What's that Richard Gere imagine? movie with the Richard Gear with the prostitute? Pretty it, woman. Yeah, it was like pretty, pretty woman. woman. I, this was yeah. her. Like if, like if Julia Roberts had gone to jail. Her wig. I sent out some pictures and everybody keeps like just saying, "Please never go blonde." <laughs> Well, well, I'm compl- not a blonde. Your complexion is not for blonde. Yeah, I'm right? not a blonde. Like, I can pull off the gray, though. Look at me. Look at this. Bam. Yeah, you're sexy. Sean Connery. Chuck <laughs> it to Beck. <laughs> you know who I was with last night? I was with your mother. You can shuck it to Beck. Party time, Mom. So Jeff Epstein, they came out. Oh, it's good. Michael Baden came out this week. He's a former chief medical examiner. Have y'all been watching the memes though of all the uh, all the people saying, you know, blah 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 blah, this in history and stuff, and Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Yes. I posted one this morning on Instagram. I thought it was pretty good. It goes like this: If you haven't seen these memes, and it's funny because it messes people up. It really messes people up because they're um, they don't they think you're being serious. And so I posted this picture of the Liberty Bell. It says, as with many historical symbols, the Liberty Bell gained its fame long after it came into existence. In fact, the original bell, which was ordered from England in 1752, gained its infamous crack during the first test strike Mm -hmm. and was promptly melted down and recast. And Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving those things. Loving them. The power of memes, though. Power of memes. I got kicked off of Twitter yesterday for a meme. wasn't a meme. It was just a picture. Uh, but I made a point, I made a point because, uh, Katie Hill, the Congresswoman from California, right? If you haven't heard of Katie Hill, Katie Hill, Congresswoman, it just came out. She was apparently having, she had a a relationship with her husband. They called themselves a thruple, a thruple. So it was three of them in a couple, right? Okay. So she was bisexual and she was having, she and her husband had a relationship with a staffer. That's where the problem really comes in Ooh. because now you're getting into house ethics violations when you're having sexual relations with a staff member. Sure. Which, again, she's a Harvey Weinstein, right? She's a Harvey Weinstein. You say, oh, no, it was consensual. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. She still was violating the ethical deal. She was sleeping with somebody that was under her power, right? Mm. Who knows? I mean, I mean I'm, I'm not saying this is true, but – who knows? Don't make me get the blackboard back out because I'm not done with that. We're going to tie it all back into the Ukraine and Joe Biden. So, but you don't know. Maybe this girl felt like, hey, I won't get to keep my job unless I get into this relationship, right? We mm-hmm. don't know. Probably not, but there's a chance. So they're having a thruple. Has anyone in this room ever heard of a thruple before? 
this thing came I thought out. you were going to ask if no, anybody usually, had a thripple. <laughs> well, a threesome is one thing. That's a one-time event. This is a <clears throat> this is a relationship. So the pictures, and I think it was Daily Caller who comes out and finds these pictures, and and it was it was what they call revenge porn. Her husband was angry with her. Had these pictures, for instance, of her smoking, taking a bong hit, and there's the Iron Cross tattooed on her hip there, which is an old uh, socialist Nazi symbol. Then there's the um, there's the picture of her sitting naked in the chair while the girl sits in front of her. She's brushing her hair, and it's a lot of this stuff. So, so the husband releases the pictures. As it comes down early this week, she resigns, and even Nancy Pelosi said, okay, you violated the thing. So she doesn't even finish her first term. She has to resign. And then, of course, Hollywood, the left, everybody on the Twitter sphere blows up in defense of Katie Hill because how dare they, how dare they drive this woman out of power for having a consensual relationship with another adult. She was a victim of revenge porn. She was being abused by her husband. How dare she? How dare she? Hang on, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> cry. Anyway, <laughs> so Alyssa Milano, mm. our favorite, who just loves to get a little bit of the spotlight on the Twitter, came out and said, basically, I would have stood by her side, and I would fight for her. So I took the picture of her combing the girl's hair, mm -hmm. and I superimposed, which, by the way, is a censored pic. You can't see nipples or anything. But I superimposed Brett Kavanaugh's face over Katie Hill's, and I said, would you stand beside, mm -hmm. quote, her now? Because, of course, Alyssa Milano was one of the chief, most outspoken people about Brett Kavanaugh's during the hearing, blah, blah, blah. And I knew I was going to get blocked. I knew I was going to get banned. Worth it? I did it anyway. Was, was it worth it, Candace? I don't know. Was that your first time, though? My first time to ever be banned or blocked on Twitter. Congratulations. Thank Are you, you still? Thank you. No, it's 12 hours. And okay. Twitter has become my new favorite place to exist because it's not the real world. And I love going in there mm -hmm. and just being a, 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 a douche and, and playing with all the other douches. Candace? Was it worth? Was it worth it? Was it worth a twelve-hour ban to post something that no one else saw, just except for me? I don't know. I kind of want to see the picture now that you. I'll show you the picture. We can pop on. it up. We can pop it up. I'll give you the picture. You can see it right here. It was. It was just. It was Brett Kavanaugh brushing a girl's hair. But see, you see what I'm saying. It's the a double, double standard. standard. It's, it's, a, it's so frustrating. Yeah, it's the double standard because that's that's the issue. Is you have. Uh, uh, you know, if a man had done this, if, if let's say a conservative had been caught smoking a bong, had the Iron Cross tattooed on their hip or somewhere on their body, they're naked, they're in the middle of a, a thruple, whatever you want to call, mm -hmm. and then they're seen in these lewd pictures doing these things with these with a with a staffer, with a staffer, mm -hmm. with an underling, with an employee, and you're going to tell me that that Jack Dorsey would have banned me? If I'd have put that up, if I listen, Tom Arnold loses his freaking mind every day on Twitter. Michael Rappaport, they say the most gruesome things you can imagine. I mean, these guys go after people. I mean, just this week, Tom Arnold was talking about exploring every crack and crevice on Diamond and Silk, and you know, you girls need to come. And, and I mean, just saying all these explicit things. Why doesn't he get blocked? Why doesn't he mm -hmm. get banned? Because he's on first name basis with all those people at Twitter. I'm well, sure they can all pick up a one phone call, make one phone call. 
and say, hey, Chad Prather just tweeted this, and they take it down. I don't think Tom Arnold's calling about Glenn. No, but. I mean me. Yeah. But I, I just. Uh, Somebody is. I, I just think that, um, yeah, I, the whole thing is, is just farcical. And so I, as soon as the 12-hour ban was lifted, I immediately went on and I asked that question. I said, if had it been a conservative, would you be throw, slinging these bans around like this? And it just wouldn't. No. Of course they wouldn't. It would be plastered all over CNN, MSNBC. It would be everywhere. And now they're just like, oh, well, let's just bury it, bury it, bury it, bury it, bury it. They have literal pornography on Twitter. There's literal pornography. There's mm-hmm. nudity. There, there, all that stuff. But no, you can't. Uh, our friend Ashley St. Clair, she immediately messaged me on Instagram. She said, you can't say anything about Katie Hill on Twitter. You will get banned. You can't do it. Now, their reasoning in saying that I violated community standards is I showed a picture that was provocative without the person in the picture's permission. Well, how the hell do you know? Maybe Katie Hill called me and told me that I could share that picture. Maybe. You don't know. Did she? Of course not. But you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe I had permission. To say that I didn't have permission to share it, it's all over the damn Twitter. It's all over the place. Why do I get banned? Because it's censorship. It is 100% censorship. Just like Jack Dorsey's now saying that you can't do political advertisements. They're cutting out all political advertisements on Twitter. That's crap, Candice. Candice, we're going to see we're going to see DNC advertisements and promotions all over. Back daddy. Back daddy. Sorry, my beard fell off. <laughs> Blew right off. You look like Gandalf. <laughs> you shall not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> okay, I suck it. I uh, did it perfectly. Why? <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> uh, I use a Mordor. Anyway, so the it's ridiculous censorship, and we see it every day. I swear to God, if you had a pantsuit on, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> or a muumuu. Surely, surely, Glenn Beck's got a muumuu somewhere around back here. There. Oh, if you okay. unzip that, I'm not if you there. is there anything under that? Yes. America is wanting to know <laughs> desperately: is there anything? Yeah. Underneath that orange jumpsuit. When no. I say anything, I mean clothing. Oh. I, I know there are things under there. Oh, then no. <laughs> no, no, I'm naked. I am just looking for a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, so back daddy goes down in a hole. Who's your back daddy? <laughs> God bless that dog. Twitter yes. exploded yesterday because, uh, who was it? Daily Wire. I think it was Daily Wire. I don't want to misquote, but they created the meme or the picture of they photoshopped President Trump giving the Medal of Honor to the dog, putting it around the dog's neck. Trump retweeted it, and Twitter went nuts, crazy people. I mean, just, oh, my God. Isn't it fascinating? Isn't it fascinating that in the space of a week, Trump has the left. They're defending a woman who was having sex with a with a staffer mm-hmm. who was smoking a bong and who has an Iron Cross tattoo. They got him to hate dogs. <laughs> Trump got you to hate dogs. I mean, it used to be you go online, picture of a dog. Everybody loves a picture of a dog. Yes. Come on. Makes you smile. Yeah, everybody loves a picture of a dog. You can't get the sense of humor in what he did in that thing. No, but they hate dogs. 
What else are they doing right now? Oh, they're defending a terrorist. They're defending al-Baghdadi. Like, oh, well, y'all shouldn't have gone in there and killed him unless y'all got permission from Obama or Nancy Pelosi. Now, that stuff, that's the kind of thing right there that Obama just Obama is my friend. He let me go. <laughs> that's the stuff that pisses me off right there. And by the way, Joe Biden has now come out on record saying that he advised President Obama not to go in and raid the compound where Osama bin Laden was because there's a lot of Lama Bamba Bang Bongs, Baghdadi Bong Dong, Abobama, Osama mm-hmm. bin Laden Dong Dong. There's a lot of there's a lot of Bamba Mamas going on. <laughs> Uncle Joe. <laughs> Joe comes in and says, I advised you not to go in to wait. Are you kidding me? Of course they had to go in and kill Osama bin Laden. And then and then but you got Trump. These guys had to go deep into territory, mm-hmm. deep into it to get there and, and get into that compound. And they laid waste. I mean, that guy climbed down in a hole with two kids and everybody's like, oh, well, why didn't you inform Nancy Pelosi? The man trusted the dog more than he trusted Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. And he even came out on Twitter talking about how much Said they that. leak. They leak everything. Mm-hmm. But you tell me they want nothing. They want nothing except for failure for Trump. And you think he's going to tell them his plans about sending our guys in deep into enemy territory to go lay waste into this into this compound? No. They would have made sure that it failed. Well, they're busy talking impeachment anyway. So. Yeah, they're behind they're closed busy, doors. But- and by the way, today is the day. We're taping this in the morning, so we don't know what the deal. But the inquiry for impeachment mm-hmm. is is going on right now. And uh, or the inquiry, yeah, they're trying to take a vote on it. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. You know, it's funny. They say, we got a whistleblower. Well, we got a transcript of the call. They say, well, we've got another whistleblower. Yeah, but we have the transcript of the call. Well, we have this, We have the transcript of the call. That's enough. And I can't stand it when Chris Como gets on, on CNN the other night with uh, uh, Representative um, uh, Crenshaw. Crenshaw, and he keeps talking about, we know Trump did wrong, but we know Trump did wrong. And he says, well, I got to question your assumption that trump is wrong i mean that's not you you know you're making this kind of you're building a platform on that whole deal anyway anyway isn't it funny how we pulled out of syria though but at the same time we you know trump you know got a ceasefire yeah and ilan omar and i know i'm all over the map but i promise you if you stay with me i'm glenn becking the out of this thing and i'm coming back to it now if it's it's all gonna make sense here in a minute now <laughs> he gets the ceasefire. He goes in there, and does that, and then, and then, in the midst of all that stuff, Baghdadi, don't interrupt me again. You make me lose my train of thought. And it's I, I live out here in Glenbeck world. Now look, <laughs> the beard get too hot. For yeah, you. it's pulling my ears off. What are you laughing at, it's Hillary? Hard to, it's hard to be in these costumes. <laughs> For this long. you got four more minutes. Four more minutes to be in the costumes, okay? Until I draw everything back to a conclusion. <laughs> Look at Steve. Is that Look. better? Now you're bougie Sean. No, I need my I need my afro for that. <laughs> What? I'm wearing reading glasses. I can't see you over there. <laughs> the other ad. Oh. Oh yeah, that's right. Hang on. Uh I'm coming right back. We're going to talk about this uh, this this raid. Listen, nothing beats a good night's sleep. I come home off the road. Nothing feels better than sleeping in my own bed, and that's why I love Bowling Branch sheets. They're the softest, most comfortable sheets in the world, and the only bedding loved by three 
U.S. presidents. If they're good enough for President Bush to sleep on, they're good enough for you. For a limited time, you can get their luxury flannel bedding to keep you cool. Sleepers warm, and because they're breathable, they keep the warm sleepers cool. This comes in handy because it's 40 degrees outside in Texas. Right now is the perfect time to get these and prepare for winter. Shipping is always free. You can try them out for 30 nights risk-free, and right now you get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com with promo code CHAD. Get $50 off at Bowl and branch.com use promo code chad that's bowl b-o-l-l and branch a-n-d branch.com code chad do it now can now. i get a set of those sheets king size please now <laughs> stop trying to get all the free stuff now you now you look like uh now, now you look like um oh what's the Joe old Dirt. what's the old supreme court justice that <laughs> Not her. Oh, not her. I'm talking about the ex old, not the not the literally old Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And then Natalie's uh, still hot. It's <laughs> like Natalie can't do anything wrong Ooh, over here. Give me that beard. That's a lot of hair. It's a lot. <laughs> Is it good? It's not so much. No, it's not so much. You're not into it. No, no. You need to. You guys. <laughs> Halloween show right here. There you go. Go get the beard. Go get your beard. As the viewership drops. As the viewership drops. Now, al-Baghdadi, right? They wanted permission to go get al-Baghdadi. Then they came out and said, why? Susan Rice goes on and she says, why didn't President Trump ask President Obama? Why didn't he inform him? And they were like, he's not the president anymore. Why would you do that? It's not, you know, well, it's protocol for them to go back and talk to ex-presidents about these kind of things. No, absolutely not. Trump ain't asking nobody's permission to do anything, and that is what I can appreciate about him. Now, (laughs) this is what I deal with, party time, Mom. What? Obama should be worrying about opening up a library or something. He's done. His service is over. He should worry about running Netflix because that's what he's doing. Heard. Now he did come out. I will. I will. Slow, I will give an '80s movie slow clap to Obama for what he said about mm-hmm. woke culture and cancel culture and all that stuff. But I want to finish this up right here, and we're going to get out of here because, as we established, as we established, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton has. Oh, watch out now. That was my secret spot there. <laughs> Biden, Bernie, Warren. Hillary Clinton has already rigged an election. It did not go in her favor. She rigged DNA tests. It did go in her favor for Elizabeth Warren. Had she known anything about anything about this raid, it would have been problematic. Now, I Mm -hmm. suspect that Hillary Clinton trained the dog, (laughs) had the dog trained, that they sent in. After Baghdadi, because Baghdadi knew where the email servers were and had those email servers, had those email servers been found, guess what? It would have tied the Ukraine all the way back in to Joe Biden. This is deep. And guess what? Right here, that would have knocked 
Joe Biden out of the race. Mm-hmm. Bernie would have been dead. Mm-hmm. It would have left Elizabeth Warren as the only candidate left that's viable. And Hillary, you cannot allow a woman mm-hmm. You can't allow a woman to be president before you. That's why they found evidence of Baghdadi with hard drives on his person when he detonated himself and it destroyed all of the emails. America, this is what we're up against. This is what we're seeing. When our elected officials, our government, the people you elected to be representatives in this country, those people that you claim to trust, when they, would they betray the American people at this level? And they take it all around the world, Ukraine, Syria, Turkey, Russia, wherever the towel head died <sighs> this is why folks this is why this is why you've got to use real estate agents i can trust dot com so that they will put you in a safe space a safe neighborhood a place that matters because no one no one as i've just demonstrated to you unequivocally and without doubt no one is safe from hillary clinton Ladies and gentlemen from Dallas, Texas, I'm Glenn Beck. Thank you for tuning in to the Glenn Beck Program.